0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What's Your Fantasy, a fantasy football podcast. We are, well, some of us are back with heavy hearts after a a really rough start to the season, especially not only for these players, but for our fantasy teams. And one of us has bested me and um, is doing pretty well. Um, so we're we're excited to give you some updates. We're going to start with our Mount Rushmore, except this week we're doing one of my favorite. I guess all the positions are really my favorite, I guess. I don't know. Love it all, but favorite RBs are Mount Rushmore RBs. And I'm going to go ahead and start. And this is really awesome because a lot of these players, I got a chance to actually watch in college, um, college football on on TV. I mean, of course, uh, watch them through their college careers and enter, I mean, their entire career in the NFL, but only one player. So I'll start with him. Who's arguably one of the best fantasy, if not the best fantasy player of all time. That's Ladanian Tomlinson. Um, followed by Adrian Peterson. Uh, and I've got two Tennessee Titans on this list. Uh, it's going to be Chris Johnson. And, the king, Derek Henry. So, man, we're starting out. I feel like with big, a big fire here, some some large flames. Uh, Scott, let me let me hear what you got.
1: Yeah, so I didn't strictly stick to fantasy players that I knew because three of my four were before my fantasy playing time. Uh, but of course, I got to go with the goat, the Dallas Cowboy Emmett Smith, uh, all time leading rusher. Uh, and then I don't know how you could have a rush more running backs without Barry Sanders or Walter Payton. So got to have Barry Sanders or Walter Payton. And then the one that I picked from my generation of fantasy playing is Adrian Peterson.
2: So, uh, one for four with you MJ on that one.
0: Okay, baby. Fun train.
2: Yeah. So my love for the NFL definitely stems for, from my love from fantasy. So, my players are definitely fantasy focused. Um, I share Derek Henry. Um, yes, sir. He just, just looking at his career and, you know, his first two years, I think, were kind of light. I think he was playing behind DeMarco Murray whenever he came into the league when DeMarco was on fire. And then he kind of just took off and, like, he's been an absolute truck since. So, um, got to give him the credit for, uh, uh, being great, even though I think this is the first year that I've had him on maybe any fantasy team. So uh excited to see what he does this year at his elder age. Um, and I got Alvin yeah. Kamara. Um, yeah. Great in the passing game. He's just one of those that's been on. He's been on a good number of my teams in the past six years or so. And just so fun to watch. So talented. Um, and then two guys that are no longer in the league. We got Shady, LaShawn McCoy. Oof. um Dude, you yeah. always pick McCoy. Always good. Always good. And even he was one of those that even in his uh, later years was still kicking it. And and last but certainly not least, a guy that whenever I was researching my past fantasy teams and was on my first fantasy championship team, none other than Marshawn Lynch, who was an absolute beast, beast uh, of the baby. 2010s. And hence the name. So uh yeah, he, he's probably the top of that, that Mount Rushmore list. Oh, I you know, Steven, I have to tell you, I
0: was highly considering putting Alvin Camaro in my Mount Rushmore just because he catapulted me to beat you for buying my oh. championship. Did he? Yes, he <laughs> did. Yes, he that he did.
1: I I, I like I, saying, I like both your answers. Uh I Henry would have been in my top four, but I definitely went more old school. Um I respect that though. I, I was thinking Marshawn Lynch as well, because I've had him on a couple of teams in the past and he was great. And uh Alvin Kamara, I was actually the first one of us to own him because it was the year that I won them all. I picked him up off the waiver wire halfway through the season and uh used him to beat MJ in the uh in the championship. So Yeah, yeah. man.
0: Who uh exceptional Mount Rushmore, gentlemen. Um, but on we go to the week one recap and, uh, geez, Louise, I think, I think the biggest woes to everyone fantasy players, especially, and of course, these actual people, these players themselves were the injuries. Um, I mean, a lot of these gut punching and I mean, JK was actually doing fantastic. I have him in a couple of leagues, um, scored a touchdown and sadly out with the season with a torn Achilles. I mean, this was coming back after his other catastrophic knee injury, which um I don't know, guys. How do you how do you feel about JK Dobbs in the future? You think his
2: career's done? I I don't want to say it's done. I have no kind okay. of medical background. Um I think for fantasy purposes, it's you know probably not looking great and you know whether it's obviously not for redraft, but for dynasty looking forward. I don't think he's, um, you know, someone that's going to be looked highly upon. So, um, really hate it for him. He looked explosive to begin, but, uh, but yeah, I I don't, I'm not, not optimistic when it comes to his, uh, his future.
1: Yeah. I second what Steven said there. Uh, I hate it for the kid. Um, I hope he comes back and plays, but as far as fantasy goes, whether that's dynasty, whether that's redraft, um, he's going to be in a void for me pretty much forever. Even if Stefania Bell herself says that he's perfectly healthy and he's going to be fine. Not, not going to draft him, not going to touch him.
0: He's going to be All on right. that, that no draft list for you, huh? Absolutely. Um, uh, some other notable players, uh, Greg Dulcich, uh, had a hammy injury. He's been, I think he was out last time. Well, yeah, was it wasn't for a hammy as well, at, at least at some parts of his rookie season. Um, he's going to be out one to three weeks. Um, uh, gosh, Scott, Aaron Jones, um, who actually did have a fantastic outing before he injured his hamstring. Um, I mean, two touchdowns, one on the ground, one receiving, right? Um,
1: yeah. Did they come out and say how long he's going to be out for?
0: I think at maximum, it was like four weeks. At maximum? It, okay, that's, that's not yeah.
1: terrible. But uh, yeah, I definitely, uh, I think it was the day before the season started, uh, made a trade for him in... A dynasty league because I had JT go to the pup um, and really needed a running back. So yeah, that kind of really hurts and I lost the week. So like double, oh, double, double gut punch, man.
0: Um, Jacoby Myers, uh, left with a concussion, although he did get two touchdowns for you. I think, uh, I mean, I feel like he was definitely the su- biggest surprise for me, but I have to give you know, credit to, uh, Patrick Sertain, from the Denver Broncos because, I mean, he, he was matched up with Devonta Adams and had him to, I mean, a pretty average day. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, Jacoby had uh, probably his best day ever. Um, I, I do have him on our original uh, dynasty league. I have him on on that team uh, in that league. Um, so I hope he recovers quickly and I, I might be starting him sooner rather than later. We'll see. It was a really good week for him, yeah.
0: And um, let's see here: Pat Fryermuth left with a chest injury. Uh, Deontay Johnson, which kills me, um, because I love the player, love what the opportunity the opportunity has. But this is a long season, so I think he's he's potentially out one to three with a hamstring as well. Um, and let's see: Tyler Lockett, Lockett left with a concussion, but. As of last night, this is of course nine uh, twelve. Um, Aaron Rodgers, we just lost him to a full Achilles tear, so um, gone for the season. Uh, does this? How does this? How do you guys feel about Garrett Wilson?
2: Yeah, first, it's just—I mean—it's heartbreaking for Jets fans, and yeah, honestly, just the NFL overall. I think you know, one, they're not a team that has had a lot of success in like the past 50 years and so i think you just they're not one of those teams that even if the hype was getting heavy you, you still wanted to kind of see some of it mm-hmm. um so it really hurt for uh for the nfl hurt for the jets uh for for fantasy purposes it's definitely a hit but i think I mean, Garrett Wilson, won offensive player of the year last year with three different quarterbacks. Um, one of them being Zach Wilson. So I think he can still be a top 10 to 15 player on any given week. But I think that top five potential and and maybe moving into that upper tier category with Jefferson and chase, um, probably unlikely. Uh, Yeah. Great.
0: Great analysis. Uh,
2: Scott, are you worried here if you're a Garrett Wilson owner?
0: Dynasty?
1: (laughs) So I am a Garrett Wilson owner in Dynasty and Redraft this year. Um, Same, brother. I'm more worried uh, than I was two days ago, for sure. Um, It sucks, but like Steven said, you know, Garrett Wilson run uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year with subpar quarterback play. So um, I think he's still going to be a lot better than most options. He's still going to be an every week start until we see otherwise. Um, and honestly, after watching hard knocks and I, I will be honest, I have not finished yet. I've been super busy. I think I still have two episodes left. There's five episodes, right? So I, I think I still, have, yeah, I know. Uh, but I was getting hyped just like the rest of you guys. Um, I put the jets in my, uh, in my playoff teams, um, top seven in the AFC. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen now either, which kind of sucks. Um, I mean, they still have the offensive pieces around Zach Wilson. They still have the really good defense. Um, And I think that Zach Wilson uh, will do better than he's done in the past just because he's going to have Aaron Rodgers in his ear on the sideline, basically being a big brother slash second coach. Um, Which, like, if I'm a young quarterback in the league, I want somebody like a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers, you know, guiding me through the system, you know, making me that much better. Yeah, great, great, you guys. Um, And...
0: Yeah, I had them going to the AFC Championship. We'll we'll see. I mean, you're right. Garrett Wilson did produce uh those numbers with Wilson last year. So and backup quarterbacks. So we'll see you guys. Uh we'll go ahead and move on to a couple game recaps. Uh, so, uh most notably our primetime games actually, and uh the Dolphins. So we'll actually start with the Detroit Lions and Chiefs. Um I'll start with the Chiefs because I gave him Patrick Mahomes with 226 yards, two touchdowns, one INT. And that's all I have to say about the Chiefs. Those are the really the only standouts for him. Uh, Jared Goff, 253, one touchdown. Uh, Monty, my boy Monty, with 74 yards and a touchdown. And honestly, Jameer Gibbs looked really good with his limited touches, although I do feel like he absolutely could have one, at least a touchdown if he would have just ran inside, man, um, Amon Ra, uh, the sun God with 71 yards and one touchdown. Uh, I mean, and Sam Laporta, my boy, Sam SLP, baby five receptions, 39 yards. Josh Reynolds did highlight the receiving core for four, uh, four for 80, no touchdowns, but I mean, man, I did not expect the chiefs receiving core to look that bad. And, I guess this just really highlights how important Travis, Kelsey is currently to this team. Right. Um, and it went, gosh, it came to the last second. This was a really great game overall, you guys. And I was really happy. Almonte got that touchdown and then man, Steve popped off with his, uh, ASB shares. Um, how did you guys feel about, I mean any of these chiefs. I mean, was there anything that stood out? I mean, maybe Rashid rice.
2: Nah, I think, (laughs) I think it's going to be another year of roll the dice with receivers on the chiefs. And yeah, the chiefs didn't look great, but Mm -hmm. I, I, as far as NFL goes, I would still put money on the chiefs. Um, I don't really care that they don't have anyone. Um, but no, I, uh, I'm pretty much out on anyone not named Travis Kelsey and Isaiah Pacheco. Okay, um, on the Chiefs.
1: So, uh, first off, I want to say uh, hats off to Detroit. Uh, Let's go baby! Going into Kansas City on the road, Week One against the defending Super Bowl champs and getting a win—that's um, just awesome. Like, uh, good for them. Good for everybody that that made that call. Congrats, MJ, for for making that pick um thank you sir yes and and you made you made the pick you know uh with the assumption that kelsey was still going to be there too so um i mean i think i th- think that was a, a great pick um either way but yes the chiefs are a completely different team without travis kelsey uh it was very apparent to anybody that watched the game um tony graduate of the butterfinger school for the gifted <gasps> um immediate drop and redraft for me um If you are in Dynasty, you have no business starting him for at least uh, until he can catch a ball. Um, Yeah, I agree with Steven. I'm pretty much out on any receiver not named Travis Kelsey. Uh, Unfortunately, I I was just as hyped as anybody about Sky Moore. Um, And to be fair, Sky Moore uh, got some looks. Uh, One was overthrown, which really wasn't his fault, and one was uh, batted down. Um, And then he had a nice end-around play, but that was it. I was really hoping that Mahomes would hone in on him, especially with, with Tony just not catching anything that was in his red basket. Um, but yeah, Mahomes didn't pick a favorite. He was just kind of spreading it out, seeing what he had. And uh yeah, I needed to see more before I start Sky Moore again. Well, you know, Scott, you know that uh
0: Sky Moore got the most offensive snaps out of all the all the receivers. That is a good stat, but I need to see targets and receptions. Yeah, yeah, you're right, man. You're right. Um, we'll go ahead and move on to our next game, which uh man, I do have to say the fun train. What what we say about Tua, baby? Believe, baby. What believe what, at any given any given week he could finish as the QB one and look at him this week. 466 yards, three touchdowns, one INT. And I, I mean, Steven got to feel the full benefits from this, paired with Tyreek Hill, who got eleven set, eleven receptions, two hundred fifteen yards, and two touchdowns. Sheesh! How many points was that, Stephen?
2: Between the two, I think it was sixty. Oh, um, God, or maybe, maybe wait, seventy. Checking real quick. So Tua got. 29 re got 42 so how how does that feel having that stack i it's pretty incredible especially considering (laughs) two is my second best quarterback
0: man uh we get you guys get to hear it live first a live like live reaction uh from a to a hill stack owner um (laughs) awesome awesome just crazy and of course los angeles really gave it to him too i mean this was a really close game to the end. Great game. Yeah. Really great game. Herbert two twenty eight, one touchdown, one rushing touchdown as well. Uh, Austin Eckler looked explosive. I mean that 55 yard touch, I mean, not, no touchdown, but rush was just crazy. He did have 11, uh, 117 yards and one touchdown. And then Josh Kelly actually looked really great. Uh, I forgot to mention Eckler did get a sprained ankle. So I, I believe the timetable is one to three weeks. So Josh Kelly is a great pickup in redraft because in Dynasty Leagues, there's no way that he's uh, not owned. Um, let's see, we've got Keenan Allen, 76 yards, no touchdown, but uh, Donald Parnham Jr. getting 21 yards and one touchdown. Um, other than, I guess, the two backs, I mean, I guess and Keenan Allen too. Uh, are you guys interested in any of these chargers wide receivers
1: no i think we uh hit the nail on the head with mike williams mike williams is mike williams the ultimate yeah. boom bus don't know what you're gonna get and uh yeah we got a bad game out of him
2: in week one yeah. go figure feel the same way fun train yeah uh Allen eckler and i'll uh i'll wait and see on anyone else
0: okay very good um this one's going to be scott's favorite uh we'll move on to dallas versus new york the cowboys versus giants and how about them cowboys um i'll let me start start with this um the giants were a hot mess um i don't really need to talk about them really saquon barkley did have some good runs uh and look good I, I will have to say that he did stand out glad to see him uh, trying his best. Um, and Dallas Cowboys team overall just owned him. I mean, not really anything of note on the offensive side. Tony Pollard though, 70 yards, two touchdowns, uh C D four receptions, seventy seven yards, but the defense really stole the show here. Special teams. Um Scott, I mean, you have any to comment? I mean, you're just you're full of pure bliss, aren't you?
1: Yeah. Uh, after the, uh, I would say crappy day of fantasy football that I had on Sunday. Uh, I needed that Sunday night. Um, the giants got the ball first, Dallas deferred the kickoff and, uh, they drove the length of the field. I was like, man, we got to make a stop here. And then they tried to kick a field goal and it got blocked. And that was the end of the giants. Um, it was amazing. Uh, on the road in New Jersey, in the rain uh beating the giants 40 to nothing as a cowboys fan uh i love it that's my favorite type of cowboys game is beating the giants Mm -hmm. like just destroying them they didn't even score a single point i love it
0: uh just nasty plays overall and um I mean, really, that's it. Giants really show. I mean, just looked horrible. I mean, this was a ramshackling. Um, we'll go
1: on to our Monday night well, game. Oh yeah. yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna throw in that big stat that's kind of been floating around. Um, I would say uh, the one that we're looking at actually came from Bleacher Report, so give credit where credits due. I think I've also seen it on ESPN. But uh, Sunday night, the Giants lost by forty plus points. They lost the turnover battle, three nothing. They got out sacked 7-0. They threw a pick six, and they had a blocked field goal return for a touchdown. No team has ever done that in an entire season, and the Giants did it in one game.
0: That's insanity. I mean, that's... Yeah, that, that's just to tell you exactly how that game went for them. Um, but we'll move on to our last recap, which is going to be the Buffalo Bills versus the New York Jets. Um, I do have to go ahead and note that, well, of course, Aaron Rodgers literally went out in the first play of the game. Um, crazy. Hope he comes back and yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how you really mentors Zach Wilson. That was a great point you made earlier, Scott. Uh, Brees Hall really stole the show. Well, actually Brees and Garrett Wilson, but Brees busted out with this huge 83 yard rush. Um, just insane. Had it didn't have gas in the tank after that, but he's still coming back. So can't wait for him to, uh, get back in shape. And Garrett Wilson had this, um, crazy touchdown reception where he deflected the ball out of the, out of the, before it hit the defender's hands. And then as he was falling, juggled it and caught the touchdown pass. It's one of the best catches I've ever seen. My jaw was, my jaw dropped as soon as I saw it. That's 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 my reaction to DeAndre Hopkins. You know, I was just like, "Oh my, no way that happened!" Yeah, I've never never seen a catch like that. Insanity. Um, and of course, we had Josh Allen, uh, which hurt me. Um, Two hundred thirty-six yards, one touchdown, three ints. Yikes! Um, James to the Co- same to the same player. Yeah, to the same player, Whitehead, who I do have to note he got his season bonus that was his uh, incentive bonus for the year in one game which is crazy 250 thousand dollars good for him uh James cook 12 carries 46 yards he did start majority of the snaps so good for him and really only Stefan Diggs showed out for the team 10 receptions 102 yards one touchdown um and Dalton kincaid getting there too four for 26 so New York Jets I will say definitely got lucky at this one, especially with the punt return for the touchdown in OT. Um, But man, this was a slugfest and uh, gosh, I I don't know. I think Josh will definitely back, uh, you know, bounce back. I absolutely believe he will, but it's just crazy how I guess good this defense is. Um, This New York jets defense and of course, the Bills too, but they really held Josh accountable throughout the night. Um, so, great game, you guys. So, that was our week one uh, recap. Hope you, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we'll go ahead and scoot on over to the Hype Train hosted by the Fun Train. Uh, Steven, what you got for me?
2: Choo choo. All right, we're going to jump over to Hype Train. Obviously week 1 happened. We got a lot of overreactions. What do we think about players? Where are they going to go? So, going to just list down some players and just want to hear if you guys are jumping on the hype train, if you're waiting in the station, going to give it a few weeks, or if you're going to leave the station, you're not even interested. Um, and I'll try to caveat redraft or dynasty as well. Um, just to make it even more clear, redraft and or dynasty. So uh, starting out with maybe the most obvious of the bunch, going to go Brandon Ayuk, who absolutely exploded for about 29 fantasy points, both redraft and dynasty. You guys on the hype train as far as, and I'll add another caveat to the caveat. Is he a top 15 play week to week? I am on that hype train and I, uh,
0: I didn't think he would pop off as much as he did. I mean, I, I, I still have to see more games, but I will be starting him because maybe it's worth that gamble with how well Brock Purdy's playing and with all those weapons on board. I mean, I just want to make sure and see, but it's good to be part of that offense, not to say that much.
1: Scott? I am definitely on the hype train. Do I think he's going to be a top 15 play each week? Uh, Like top 15 wide receiver? I I think top 20 is a safer bet um, for sure. Uh, Just because he technically is still a wide receiver two on his team, but I think he could be the wide receiver one just like he was last year. Um, I will say that I uh, hate the fact that I left him on my bench in one dynasty league. Um, Those 29 points just sitting there. Unused, uh, but I take solace in the fact that I would have lost even if he was in my lineup because of my 10 players, I scored one four-point passing touchdown, and that was it. My team threw up the ultimate goose this week.
2: Yep, so that's three choose Choo, choo, choo. Also on board, IU Hype Train. Moving on to a rookie, Zay Flowers. Did a really good job in the ravens lackluster win on sunday um you guys on the hype train with jay flowers
0: oh easy baby uh zay looked electric i mean i do want to see what the offense looks like with mark andrews but if there's one thing he proved is he's the standout in this offense uh, especially against these wide receivers um i i can't wait to see how his he develops i'm just I'm so excited. Yep.
1: Yeah, I second MJ. I'm also on the train. I'm not maybe uh, hanging with the conductor yet, because um, as MJ nailed the head, uh, nailed, yes, hit the hammer, uh, nail on the head. Uh, Mark Andrews did not play with him this week, um, so I need to see them
2: play together before. I oh yeah, baby. Hanging up there with the conductor. Choo choo choo. Let's go, baby. Free choose again. Yeah, I'm also on the Flowers hype train. Um, I think, obviously, for Dynasty, but even for redraft, I think he's going to be a week to week flex play at worst. So I'm on the hype train. Moving on to Kendrick Bourne, who really blew it out with uh, the Patriots. Mac Jones' favorite target on Sunday. Um, Had a really good game. He's been around for a while. He's one of those guys that I think people have been wishy-washy on, never really done anything consistently. But what do you guys think with uh, there not being any alphas in this offense? Are you on the hype train?
1: I think I'm chilling in the station for now. Um, I think there are a lot of guys that can produce in any given week, uh, Hunter Henry, Juju Smith-Schuster, or either the running backs. Um, I think it just happened to be Kendrick Bourne's week. He was the hot hand, and Mac Jones kept feeding him. Um, I need to see more.
0: Um, I'm actually going to be hopping on that train. Um, All right. Yeah, mainly because, I mean, Mac Jones did exceptionally well um, against a really good Eagles defense. Um, And if this is what, you know, the first showing of that, this new Bill O'Brien offense. Well, it's been there before, but, um, it's first installing this, the system. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. And I, I think if you lost one of these starters, uh, you know, I'd, I'd imagine Deontay Johnson probably was your third, I'd say third receiver picked off the board. Um, I think he's a good fill in, probably in a flex spot. So yeah, I'm, I'm on board.
2: Choo. Yeah, so I can't join you on the hype train, MJ, okay. but you you made great points across the board. And um yeah, I I just I I think a lot of what you said and again just there not being any other guys who I think could potentially overtake him. I mean, Juju Smith Schuster is the one who got paid, but mm-hmm. um Bourne has the kind of established relationship with Mac Jones. So I think the possibility is out there. Um, moving on to a couple running backs, uh, Kyron Williams, who had 17 points, uh, 65% of the snaps uh, for the Rams, um, and just uh, seven less carries than Cam Akers. Are you guys on the Kyron Williams hype train?
0: Ah, uh, man. Uh, it's so tough because Akers just didn't really produce any until the garbage time. I mean really and he got that's when he got his touchdown but Kyron looked explosive I mean he looked really good out there um I I just don't I just don't know I mean Matthew Stafford looked fantastic as well so if you are just you know you went with zero RB I actually I believe you should definitely be on this hype train me um not yet not yet I had to I had to wait
1: yeah I'm gonna go ahead and. Beyond the hype train, Um, once again, we're getting fooled by Cam Akers. All offseason, he's going to be a huge part of the offense, this and that. And then, uh, yeah, he gets a lot of touches, but doesn't do diddly squat with him until his garbage time touchdown. Uh, Kyron Williams definitely looked like the better back, the more explosive back, was used in important situations. Um, And unfortunately, right now, he's riding on one of my taxi squads. So I'm debating whether or not, I need to burn a roster spot and promote him. Um, probably going to give it another week
2: or so, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely on the train. Chew. I am waiting in the station on this one. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen the show one too many times with the Rams, and uh, I think I need to wait to see a few weeks before I can jump on board, just because Cam Akers has almost been kicked off the team before and then came back yep. and absolutely smashed. So. Um, not buying it quite yet, but definitely think the possibility is there. Um, so
1: I think it's a McVeigh issue
2: then not necessarily a running back issue. Right. Well, I don't think it's ever been an argument about talent. I think it's just, yeah. I mean, it's a strategy coaching plan, like whatever they decide. Um, so yeah, just because it's up in the air, I'm going to hold back and wait there. Um, Tyler Algier, 23 points, uh, five more carries than Bijan, played 56% of the snaps. Um, obviously, this is no discount to Bijan, who looked incredible, looked great, he's going to be a stud. But th- just the real question is, do we think Algier is a guy as well and can be a guy for fantasy? Are you guys on that hype train?
0: Um, Actually, I I am on this hype train because – I mean, Desmond Ritter, Ritter didn't really look that good. And I mean, I don't even, and I I think Arthur Smith, uh, I don't know. It it made him in his mind realize like my man, I've got these, um, a uh, sophomore running back coming from a, a thousand yard season. And I got Bajon freaking Robinson, man. Um, I'm just going to run the ball. That's what they did. So yes, I, I'm in on this hype train for, uh, for Algier, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think I got to hang on the
2: caboose on this one. So barely on the train, um, just because he is technically
1: no, no, no. second.
2: I think you're missing the – you either jump on the train or you wait in the station. You don't get to choose I, where you I'm train. jumping
1: on the train, but I'm picking where I'm sitting. I'm just – I'm saying like there are <laughs> different perspectives on oh. the train. Um, listen, uh, as a Bijan owner, I have my new uh, favorite vulture, my new Adam Thielen, if you will um bijan or bijan should have had three rushing touchdowns uh, on sunday and algier stole two of them so gonna enjoy that this season not um uh, but yeah i think i have to jump on the
2: uh algier train
1: because it seems like they're going to use him a lot
2: yeah i'm i'm waiting on the station on this one as well oh I, even as the falcons fan um or pseudo fan i just uh it's hard for me to see a path for two running backs to have a lot of success although ingram kamara yes but do i don't think, think of other the duos falcons are quite at that level as a team not necessarily those backs peanut um, butter jelly but uh yeah i think i just have to wait and see but I, the talents there i love love the player want to see him hit it but uh I'm, I'm gonna wait and see there um and then last but not least uh jordan love who was third in scoring for quarterbacks on the week um i think green bay packers fans are doing a collective sigh of relief uh what do you guys think are you jumping on the hype train with jordan love
1: not yet i uh, love you mj but i think that was more of a bears defense than a Jordan Love just being a really good quarterback. Dude, we were horrible. I uh, I well,
0: I yeah, and Gordon our co- our cornerback is is out for 3 or 4 weeks now. So, listen, I I think Jordan Love looked pretty good. I'll give him pretty good. I mean, he did throw for three touchdowns and I mean, after being how long was he backup 3 years? 3 years as backup for Aaron Rodgers. Um
2: i think two two two
0: okay yeah one two uh either one but he he looked pretty decent and i mean this is professional football we're talking about and he did make some overthrows and um a couple misplays here but um the team really respects him and um yeah uh, i think he's he's gonna i'm on the i'm on that train man can't wait to see what he does
2: I am waiting on CN on Jordan Love as well. Um, I think for Redraft especially, I just Mm -hmm. don't see a scenario where he's going to be a consistent top 12 guy week to week. But uh, happy to see that it wasn't a complete fluke and and hopefully he can uh, turn the Packers uh, back to where they've been in the past. So excited to see that. Is his fourth year in the league. So he did play three
1: under Rodgers. And in one week, he has uh double the fantasy points he had in twenty twenty two and the same amount of fantasy points he had in all of twenty twenty one. So he's so doing he, better he than the
2: twenty twenty season? He
1: yeah, but he didn't register a single snap. He has zero fantasy points. Gotcha. Um, okay in 2021 he had 23.14 fantasy points in 2022 he had 12.7 and already in 2023 he has 23 fantasy points so got it
2: all right well with that i guess i forgot to do the choose in the last couple but um the chews went downhill i guess uh hype was at the beginning uh, mm-hmm. more hype to come next week uh turning it over to Scott for MFK. All right, guys. Uh,
1: I kind of went with some low-hanging fruit here uh, for my MFK. I went with really good quarterbacks that had really bad week ones, um, at least compared to what we were expecting out of them Mm -hmm. uh, based on where they were drafted. Uh, So... We've got our number two, three, and four players off of the board. And what's your fantasy uh, in our Superflex Dynasty startup? And that's Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and
2: Joe Burrow, MFK. Oh, I mean, easy. Um, that, that order, I think. Um, wait, what order did you say? Did you say Allen Hurts? <laughs> Bro, I said Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Okay. Then mm, I'm torn. You, you, I was gonna I explains. was gonna go go in on uh I, I think it's an easy kill for Burrow for me. I, I still think okay. uh Allen and Hurts are in a different tier than him just due to the rushing ability. Um I think if I'm taking my bias out of it, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll probably take i Mary hurts in friends of benefits, Josh Allen. Yep. That's exactly what I'm
0: going to be doing. Um, I mean, the offensive line, uh, I'll be it. The Browns have an excellent defensive line, def, defense in general, and they just ate up Cincinnati. I mean, they, it was just horrible. I mean, I'm, so that, the offensive line for, the, for Cincy does continue to worry me. So he will have to be my kill. Uh, Jalen Hurts did have a rough day, but listen, I'm pretty sure everyone has a rough day against Bill Belichick. So it's fantasy. We still have several weeks. Believe he's my Mary. Josh Allen, friends with Benjavits. Um I trust in... I'm getting more into all offensive lines and protection, so I trust the, the Eagles more. So... <laughs>
1: Choo, choo, choo. Sorry, wrong segment. Uh, I agree. I'm marrying Hurts, uh, French Petra Fishing Allen, and killing Burrow. Um, I think a lot of Burrow's issues this week, especially, were lack of touches in the preseason with his leg injury. Um, and the Bengals just always seem to start slow. I believe they started 0-2 last year and uh, ended up in the AFC Championship game. So uh, I'm not worried about Joe Burrow and the Bengals, but I would take the other two. Um, Josh Allen, the that's probably the most picks he's going to have in one game this entire season. Uh, The Jets just had his number. Um, And yeah, Jalen hurts on the road in the rain, Bill Belichick defense um, started strong and then it just kind of like tapered off. But uh, yeah, three for three on that one, guys.
0: MJ. Okay. So I flirted around a couple ideas, but I'm going to, have to go the polar opposite of you, Scott, and I have to go with the positive because uh, we had to think about the positive with everything that went down this weekend. Um, so I'm going to select some of these unexpected players who performed their wide receivers um, and see you, how you guys feel about them. So it's going to be one, Brandon Ayuk uh Calvin Ridley and three, Michael Pittman Jr.
2: Mary Ridley friends with Ben Shavitz, Iuke, kill Pittman. Okay.
0: Well, this is pretty good.
2: Oh, well, I guess Steven's not going to add any analysis to that,
1: but, uh, I am going to second him. Um, and I'm trying to throw as much of my bias out as possible because I don't know Pittman anywhere and I own Ridley and Iuke, uh, in separate dynasty leagues, but, sure. um, Ridley <laughs> is clearly, uh, a favorite target, if not the favorite target, of Trevor Lawrence who is looking like he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league as we expected. Um, I love that tandem. I'm high on Ridley this year. Uh, he's my Mary. Iuke, like we said, still technically number two on the depth chart. A um, lot of, a lot of mouths to feed in that San Francisco offense. Uh, Brock Purdy is definitely not Trevor Lawrence. So uh, friends of Benchvitz for Iuke. Um and yeah, Pittman, Great week one, but he's got a rook that uh is known for his rushing upside, not necessarily his throwing upside, throwing the ball to him. So uh, yeah, he's gotta be my kill. Um yeah, listen, I
0: I was high I've been high on Ridley. Um I mean for a while now. Scott
2: was, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But hey, I am glad you get to see. We all get to see his greatness and him coming back and really performing. He's going to be at the uh, my Mary, uh, and definitely friends with Benchovitz, IUK. Yeah, I need to see more, but I still want a piece of that offense. And uh, Michael Pittman Jr. I mean, they did a lot of safe plays, safe throws for Anthony Richardson. I think I saw this chart where uh, over ninety four percent of the throws to were to the middle right of the field it was it was actually crazy um so they're keeping them safe making them safe plays I can I just see defenses really uh dialing in on that taking advantage of him easily I mean so
2: uh great choice gentlemen uh fun train Hoping for some disparity here with our options choices. Um, I also have three wide receivers, but I have three oldies, but goodies, uh, goodies with a question mark there. Um, but we got Michael Thomas, Robert Woods and Alan Robinson, who all got five to six receptions on cool. eight to ten targets. So, um, they were all factors in the game and, uh, what do you guys think? Mm, I can go first. I'll have
0: to. I'll have to take Michael Thomas as my Mary. Um, that. I mean, they were passing a lot that offense, and um, if at any point Michael Thomas can be Michael Thomas, the, the, like the athlete he can be if he's healthy, mm-hmm. um, I think he's worth a start. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, my friends with Fitz is going to be. <sighs> this was where it gets a little tough. Um, right now I will have to be a little spicy -er and say Allen Robinson, just because Deontay is out. And I think he can be a really solid flex pickup right here and get you. I think I feel like a floor of at least nine points, but 10 points a floor. Yeah, I believe it. And, uh, yeah, I had to kill Robert Woods. Um, i i just don't think that houston offense is really going to be
2: that good uh this season probably towards the tail end so we'll see nine to ten points is an extremely high floor mj but love the bold call hey
0: wait up until up until deontay comes back that's what i think baby
1: yeah i really wanted to differentiate from mj here but i think i'm I'm um, same again. Um, Michael Thomas, I think he's got the best quarterback of the three throwing to him. Um, yeah, there's a little more mouths to feed in the Saints offense, but they've got such an easy schedule this year that I think Michael Thomas is gonna get his as long as he stays healthy. Uh Allen Robinson, like MJ said, should have a solid two to three weeks here with Deontay Johnson out. Um not big on the Steelers in general, but uh, I think I got to give Kenny Pickett the nod just for being the sophomore quarterback over CJ Stroud, uh, who Robert Woods has throwing to him. And I think there's, you got Nico Collins, you got Dalton Schultz. Uh, there's a lot of lot of mouths to feed
2: and not a great offense. Um, so I got to kill Robert Woods. Well, I will be the different one. And I am going to be marrying Robert Woods, due to, in part, Scott struggling to name a third person on that Texans offense. Um, there's not a lot of mouths to feed. Mechie, Tank, uh Xavier, What's right. Hutchinson. Yeah, everyone who go. has n- people who have never had a <laughs> fantasy relevant <laughs> week in their lives um so again because of that reason reason i i think nico collins is the guy on the offense but i think woods has the potential to be the number one wide receiver um again i think it'll be collins but i think robert woods also has potential to be there um ricky's love a veteran presence so marrying woods uh gonna friends of the bench, it's michael thomas he looked really good on sunday again just oh, yeah. eye test looked like he was good looked like he was healthy um and uh, and Derek Carr has no ties to Chris Olave, so I think th- Thomas could could take a lot of uh, receptions from him. And then we haven't seen Allen Robinson do anything in like five years, so I don't I don't know what what we're thinking here. Um, I get that he's filling in for Deontay Johnson, but Kenny Pickett looked like trash, um, and I feel like there was hardly a week where Deontay Johnson and George Pickens both had relevance last year, so. I just can't get on board with uh with Allen Robinson. So I'm going to kill him.
1: But I mean, how much of that do you think
2: was the Niners just being that much better of a team than the Steelers? Uh that's a good part of it, but uh, again, I, he he didn't look good. Um yeah, I mean, but I mean I I would say that like Daniel Jones looked better than Kenny Pickett and Daniel Jones got absolutely destroyed by the Cowboys. Daniel Jones oh. is
1: better than Kenny Pickett. I, I mean, he just went up against an even better defense.
2: I don't, I don't know talent wise if that's a definitive, uh, definitive take. But oh,
1: d- definitive! Daniel Jones over Kenny Pickett any day of the week, any year of the millennia.
2: All right. Well, we'll leave that for that <laughs> um, um, MJ, you want to take us over to on the clock? Yeah. All right, you guys, we're going
0: to go ahead and shift over to on the clock, which is hosted by me uh, this week. I'm really excited. Um, And we did pull up one of these uh, teams here. So, Stephen, if you don't mind, I'm going to start with you. Uh, So, Stephen, being the resident Falcons fan, uh, Bajan made his highly anticipated debut. 10 carries, 56 yards, six receptions, 27 yards and one touchdown only for Tyler Algier to share the spotlight 75 yards two tutties um one do you think bajan can still finish as rb uh as rb1 or as rb1 excuse me so top 10 uh with the work he's splitting with algier and two where do you think algier finishes the year sharing reps with bijan you have a minute
2: Oh, I only need 30 seconds on this one. Ooh. Number one is the uh, easiest question I could ever have. Bajan is going to finish as a top 10 running back if he plays the full season. He is incredible. He is going to be the focal point of that offense, and I have no concerns with him finishing as a top 10 running back.
0: Quick question. Oh, yeah, you're good. Ah, half Go
2: okay. ahead. And show. <laughs> um, Algier, uh, give me running back 28 on the year, so I think he'll be a low-end flex play.
0: Okay. Uh so uh, a quick question: Uh where do you see Bijan's ceiling being?
2: Number one overall, still. Absolutely. Oh, okay. I mean, you you saw what he did did on Sunday with Algier I mean, having two touchdowns. Hey, 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 Alger hey! Took, two touchdowns from him, <laughs> and I and he still he got what seventeen fantasy points with with being quote unquote vultured with two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I am all in. Amjan.
1: There's, there's no quote unquote. His name is Tyler quote Adam Thielen, Algier, the, the ultimate vulture, vulture,
0: the vulture. Um. All right. Okay, Mr. Falcons fan. I, I love it. I love. They, I love that, the love intensity.
2: That's no bias. I'm pretty objective when it comes to the Falcons because I, I don't. They're not like near and dear to my heart like that. So <laughs> I just support them. <laughs> Okay. Great. Great question. And great
0: answer to that. Quite even better answer that question. Uh, Stephen. So thank you. Uh, Scotty, are you ready? All right. So ready. let's go baby. Uh, this past off season and still, uh, as we negotiate some other contracts, but running backs have been dis- disrespected this off season, uh, with their contracts, uh, with teams refusing to pay RBs, Um, can you see the days of long-term huge contracts for running backs ending? And if so, where can you see the money shift to other than quarterbacks? Of course you have a minute.
1: Ooh. Yeah. So, um, first of all, I'm a little torn the whole situation that's going down, but, uh, this shift in the NFL, we're also seeing the shift in fantasy of just moving away from that three down, bell cow back, um, and wide receivers becoming the more valuable pieces um, in general. So with that, um, yeah, I, I definitely see long-term contracts for running backs starting to go away. Um, I think it just is what it is. It's a different era of football. Um, and with that, I think the money is going to be shifting to those better wide receivers. I think teams are going to be paying – Mm. Uh, not just one, but two top wide receivers. We're going to start seeing more teams like the Dolphins, like the Bengals, like the Eagles that have the alpha and then the sub alpha like receiver. Uh, I don't think it's just going to be those three teams. There's going to be every team eventually. Is going to have two top dogs. Okay. Oh man, you guys were ready for
0: anything today. I love. I love that answer, Scott. Great analysis. And, oh, geez. I mean, I I can't wait to see. I mean, I love the uh, dual wide receiver alpha uh, meta that's happening right now. I yeah. mean, they're all electric. So, great answers, gentlemen. Uh, Steven, you know what time it is? I think it's jukebox time. Yeah, baby, it's jukebox. Duke. Duke.
2: All right, guys. So... This weekend is Music Midtown in Atlanta, and I'm actually going to be going for the first time in, I think, six years or so—five years, five six years. So, um, excited to be going, and one of the headliners is Pink uh, for a little throwback. So, got a couple of Pink songs, and that is P exclamation point I. Sorry, P exclamation point NK. <laughs> if you got confused as I did, um, so the first song is called "Runaway." Um, good little bop. Please listen to it when you get a chance. Uh, assuming health, do you take Christian McCaffrey or the field to run away with the number one overall running back position in fantasy? Um, and two. What running back who finished outside the top 15 in week one do you think has the best chance to run his way into the top five in your choices being Barkley, Jacobs, Mixon, and Walker? So first question, McCaffrey or the field to be number one overall in fantasy. Number two, Barkley, Jacobs, Mixon, Walker, most likely to be in the top five.
0: Um, I, I will easily have to say CMC here. Uh, for sure, uh, 49ers have the easiest schedule and that team is elite across the board. Um and Brock Purdy looked great. And I McCaffrey's just going to run away with it. The, if I had to go with another player, it had to be Josh Jacobs. I still love the player uh, who could. Pop. So he'll, he'll, for number 2 that's your answer. Yeah, for number 2. Okay. Um thank you. Um I I mean I he was out. He was holding out for a bit. Let him get conditioned again. Let him get familiar with the playbook.
1: So I'll uh, give him time. He could definitely finish number two. Scott. Yeah. I'm going to be differentiating from NJ here. I'm taking the field just because the odds are in my favor. You're going to give me one guy or you're going to give me 50. Give me, give me the 50. It'll be somebody else besides <laughs> CMC. Always play those numbers. That's, Scott. that's, that's an easy answer. Um, I'll take those odds any day. Uh, and I'm going to go with Barkley for question number two. Um, the Cowboys just destroyed the giants as a whole. Um, I think Barkley will definitely bounce back and we will see him in the top five by the end of the season, assuming health. Um, I do love MJ's answer though, as a Jacobs fan. So I hope that's also true.
0: Believe in the talent, baby.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm agreeing with MJ, both, both answers there. Um, I'm also usually one to take the field, but McCaffrey is in a league of his own. So, Give me, uh, give me. Did, didn't you
1: just? Didn't you just say that Bijan is gonna be uh, running back one? That's so he the has a chance to be.
2: Yeah, I so mean, he's, the the, he's he's in the field, man. Give give me wherever Bijan is. <laughs> All right, next song, which hopefully you have heard this one. It's called "Never Gonna Not Dance Again," and it's one of her newer songs. I think it came out like two or three months ago. It is in... and I don't say this lightly, absolute banger oh sure you gotta listen to it with some good speakers or your good headphones and it'll it's just gonna make you feel good listen to it jam out it's great um with that we didn't get to see a gritty this weekend from jefferson or chase but i would say we're never gonna see them not dance again this season (laughs) so based on week one performance would you take Tyreek Hill or Jefferson Chase for the rest of the season? And then has anyone based off of their week one performance moved themselves into the same tier as those other three guys for rest of season in redraft? Okay.
0: Uh do you mind if I take this first again? Um so listen. I, I think the boom for Tyreek and Tua is is just too hard to pass up. I will gladly take Tyreek over to other two players. Me. I on a more consistent basis, I feel like Tua and Reed can just rack up points and receptions. So I'll take him. Um, and it was out of those three, right? Who can uh, go into that tier? You said.
2: So, so yeah, this that was sorry, a separate question was just like anyone outside of those three. Do you think anyone basically earned a, earned a conversation to be part of that that tier group? For okay. the the Sa- same guy I've been talking about all summer, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley in, in that tier with Jefferson Chase Reek.
0: Yes, all Lawrence right. is blooming in the offense,
2: and right now
1: is the time to get in before he, his
0: price gets too high,
1: Scott. Uh, Yeah, I'm definitely going JJ or Chase. Uh, You're giving me the two best over Reek. Definitely taking my odds with Justin Jefferson and Chase. Um, And MJ stole my thunder. I was going to make Steven's jaw drop and say Calvin Ridley. uh, Hey, save wavelength, baby. um, Yeah. Do I think he will finish ahead of those three? No, but I think he could be four or five right behind them
2: um, when it's all said and done. Yeah, I'm. I'm not not definitive on the first one. Um, I'm definitely taking Tyreek Ch- Tyreek over Chase. Um, that's not really close for me, but um, Jefferson is still would still be up for up for debate. Um, and no, I don't think anyone is in the same tier as them um, at this point. So okay, um, but great answers. No, really, really good. Uh, except for Scott's continued bias, really great answers across the board. <laughs> um, and let's, uh, let's wrap it up with uh, some fantasy flash. All right.
1: Uh, we will start with the week one recap uh, Thursday night football. We had more receptions, Travis Kelsey or Amon Ra same Brown And Pain. if you're listening to this, you probably know that Travis Kelsey didn't play because he was injured. So MJ and I with a big L on that one. And Steven with the win. Uh, It was six to zero uh, for the receptions. Uh, Sunday night football, we flexed two more fantasy points between Pollard and Barkley. Steven went Barkley, MJ and I went Pollard. It was 20.2 fantasy points for Pollard to 7.8 for Barkley. So MJ and I got one back there on Sunday night. And then for Monday night football... It was an over under total passing yards 490. And going into the game, of course, we thought it was going to be Josh Allen versus Aaron Rodgers the entire night. Um, obviously, after the first Jets drive, that wasn't the case. It ended up being 376 total passing yards. Uh, I was the only one that took the under. So after one week, our current standings I'm at two and one, and Steven and MJ are at one and two. So. Our week two fantasy flash Thursday night football. We've got the Vikings versus the Eagles more receiving yards, Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison or AJ Brown and Devonte Smith.
2: Jefferson and Addison. Oh, I mean, that's pretty spicy. I
0: But I will have to lean on, on JJ here and Addison.
1: Oh, man. I uh, I think the Vikings are going to be playing from behind. I was going to go with them too. But you know what? I'm going to go with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. I think Devontae Smith is that much better than Jordan Addison that that's going to be the difference. So I, I'll take the others. Um, Sunday night football. we got the Dolphins versus the Patriots. We're going to go with an over-under here. Okay. Two and a half rushing touchdowns over or under total.
2: Um, under, I'm waiting on Scott. He does, he goes last every time he tries to get the advantage.
1: <laughs> I will go under as well.
2: Give me the over. Oof. All right,
1: for Monday Night Football, and I'll go first. Uh, Saints versus Panthers. Will there be a rushing touchdown by a quarterback? Yes or no? I'm going to go no.
2: No.
0: You know what? I'm going to say yes. (laughs) How many rushing touchdowns did Derek
1: Carr have last year? I mean, it could be Derek Carr or Bryce Young, but I actually had a backup question in case MJ also said no, but – are you I'll confident least, with your nose. This is
0: my spicy. This is my spicy. All right, call
1: you're taking taking yes. Uh, my backup question was: uh, Will there be a defense or special teams touchdown? Yes oh, or no. for sure. Okay. All but, right.
2: Well, Saints defense is definitely more likely to score a touchdown than Derek Carr and his legs. That's for sure. Hey,
1: I think Bryce Young could sneak one in. You never know. I'm definitely going with no. A hey,
0: safer bet, safer bet. Um, but awesome fantasy flash, Scott. Yeah, it. Man, it's off to a rough start, but me and me and Steve will make some ground this week. I feel it. Um, big thank you to everyone, uh, all of our listeners. Um, and I hope you know some of our fantasy advice helped you in some way, and I hope it will continue to help you in some way in the future. Uh, rough week, but listen, it is a long season, so don't. Don't give up hope. There's no reason to. Uh stay calm, uh collect yourself and see what your team needs. You got to put it your waiver waiver wire uh request in, so make sure you hop on that. Um but yeah, we're excited the season's going and so you guys are reason we do this. So thank you. Uh Scott?
1: Yeah, uh, I would say rough week one in fantasy, but uh I'm calling it an Squeak, uh, at least for fantasy purposes. I think there were a lot of things that just were fluky and weird. There were a lot of wacky injuries. Um, I think we need to give it another week or two before we hit the panic button. Um, but once again, we appreciate all of our listeners. Uh, we hope you enjoy what we talk about. If you got any inputs for us, shout out to us. Uh, thanks, Steven and MJ, for, for all the hard work you put into these
2: episodes. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week steve funky week one for sure but couldn't have been happier to have the season finally start looking forward to the rest of the season with you guys and uh yeah if you're out there listening give us a shout let us know what you like what you don't like our hot takes our horrible takes um and uh yeah looking for more fun to come
0: yeah and onward to week two gentlemen and everyone listening we can do it uh but until next time uh this is what's your fantasy fantasy football podcast we'll see you all next time
1: sweet sweet fantasy baby